Warning, this episode may contain explicit language and spoilers from the entire Reordenverse. Guys, welcome back to Hi. the damn snack bar. This is episode sixty-six. Doughboy is vaporized by the apocalypse. Huge. Yes, we're reading chapters thirty-four to thirty-six today of the Red Pyramid. So, Joe, what were your thoughts on these on this section today? This section, really quick. Mm-hmm. So many questions were answered. Oh, well, I felt like they were. Maybe you didn't yeah, first, clock as many things as I did. First two questions, well... <gasps> Guys, she has tags! <laughs> Look, I have more tags. I have tags more often... No. Uh, more often than you think. I don't always have no tags. I do sometimes have no tags. I, but it's not that uncommon for that kind of reaction, Katarina. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Where was I going? Where was I going? Where were you going with it? Where was I going with that? I don't know. Wow. Okay. Mini spiral. Okay. Yes. So. Some questions were... Well, here's the thing. Some questions were brought up and then answered within the next three chapters. Like, we've sort of had an inkling and then it was sort of like speculation and then it was confirmed by the end of the third chapter that I read. So... And see, Kate, this is why I don't tag shit. But if I hadn't asked you all those questions last episode about these exact things, would you really have got it? I don't remember what you asked me last episode. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, okay, cool. So that probably helps. What did you ask me last episode? I was kind of trying to lead you down of the... Well, it's still not quite confirmed or anything, but I was just trying to, like, make you think about... What's the dealio with Set and hosting, and what's the deal with Nephthys and hosting? What's the deal with Zia? And those are still like question marks now. <laughs> yeah, Zia's still a question mark. Like, like what is up with that bitch? Um, but yeah, I was trying to lead you places, and I thought maybe because I noted that we're getting to the end of the book, yeah. and I was like, I know that they're answered by the end of the book, so I was like, oh, I reckon it happens in these in this section that we're doing today, and then it didn't, and I was like, oh, okay, well. As in last episode, these sections. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and see, that's another thing. That's why I don't speculate very well. Well, I should say, I didn't think too much about it in the last episode because there was no real inkling that the questions were answered. They were still like, it's the mystery. The, Rick was still playing on that scheme. So I was sort of, I didn't really think about it very well because there was no point because it was like, no new information has come. Like, I don't really have any solid new information. Whereas in these three chapters, they gave me new information, and I was still confused and still a bit skeptical by the end of it, and then it was like, oh, okay, we know who's evil, obviously. (laughs) And then it was still like, hmm, I wonder what's happening with Amos, and I wonder what's happening with Zia. And it was sort of like, hmm, what's the dealio? But, like, we got it now. I will say I only have four tags, so make that what you will. Take that of what you will. What am I saying? Make of that what you will. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. yes. Thank you, Kate. I've had a couple of drinks now. Diana's child over here. Just working it. <laughs> Hit it. Let's go. <laughs> Joe, don't you know not to get high on your own supply? Who said that? <laughs> well, stupid people. Not the gods. Definitely not Diana's. <laughs> he was like, why would you sell your crap when you could enjoy it? And just be broke. <laughs> Who needs to do that? 
we're really off topic. Let's get back on. <laughs> okay, well, Joe, do you want to lead us into the recap for chapter 34? All right. I don't remember what the chapter title yes. is. Yes. This recap. Chapter 34. Doughboy gives us a ride. Doughboy gives us a ride. Oh my god. Chapter recap. It's gonna be <laughs> so many aggressive stories. I'm just like, ah! Just needed the energy. <laughs> this is gonna be really quick because nothing happens in this fucking episode. Alright. They smash Doughboy into Jacket. Jacket comes alive and they drive them to. through the storm to the pyramid. I don't know whereabouts the pyramid is, I can't remember. Anyway. It's like Schmidt from you. That's funny. That's amazing. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sadie goes away. Zia and... Carter. I almost said Nick. You got new girl in my <laughs> mind. Stop it. Zia and Carter have a convo. Uh, convo leads to, ooh, what the fuck is happening with Zia? A.K.A. let's lead into what's happening with Zia. She can't remember anything for a little bit. Her memories are fuzzy and she can't remember her exact location. Leading to the question is, is she possessed? Is she really herself? Is she being a godling for Nephthsis? What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Nephthsis? What's her name? Nephthsis. Nephthsis. Nephthsis? Oh god, okay, it took me, it took me a couple tries. Okay, um... things make sense but I have a question what's your question how does she have a heartbeat I don't know no <laughs> how could that still be possible when the caster of the spell is dead Iskander do spells not work after somebody dies no oh well it was also a oh, question well, led to in the know. next episode that Iskander's not actually dead isn't he well, there was a theory that was oh. about it, that he's not actually dead. So, okay, this is my... And that his bars, like, he slipped somewhere in his bars. I think around. a spell like this, tying somebody's... If you're talking about tying somebody's bar to 
a because the way that I think of Shakti is that they're like pottery, like human pottery, like yeah. pottery barn from <laughs> 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 Anyway, so that's how I think of yeah. Shakti. But if so, if if Iskander is the one who who tied Zia's bar to that. How he wouldn't be able to control her anymore, and that's the whole thing: is that Shabti and wax figurines have to be controlled by their master. Sure, but if the master's dead, then they don't—they're not controlled anymore. So then it just wouldn't. I don't think that would work. Sure, but if it's her bar, she doesn't actually need controlling because she's a real person. But how? How Whereas, do you separate the bar from the person? Well, she's asleep, so her bar's already floating, and he is the ultimate magician of all time. He's the the pharaoh's right hand man he's really powerful but people can't see your bar maybe he can nobody it has okay been maybe he can but like why that doesn't explain why they can see zia why carter and sadie can see her well they can because she's now in a physical form because he tied her spiritual form which only iskander can see to a physical form so everyone can see it i don't know it feels like a stretch sure but aren't all conspiracy <laughs> theories a stretch Let's be real. I mean, flat earthers, come on. What are you? What are you trying to do? Like, let's be real. It's not a conspiracy. It's a, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> Get fucked. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> joke. I believe you. Stop that. Kate is not a flat earther. She's making a joke. To any flat earthers on here, get off. We know what. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's been a while since I've been drunk on the podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you know what I realized? Look, like, okay, joke. I, I really, I really do appreciate you trying to put things together and I like that you're coming up with theories like we did for the last Olympian I don't want to come out and tell you that you're wrong (laughs) but I'm wrong I know I know I'm wrong but it was really fun (laughs) I tell you what yeah do you have a backup idea people are like wow Joe you're drunk and I'm like yeah but when I get drunk I spout these theories honestly they're crap but they're pretty I'm a fucking genius (laughs) I'm a fucking genius like what is that from? It's from TikTok. I just hear it all the time. Like, I honestly, I have no idea. Because you say it in the same voice as, um... I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> I know, but the way that you say it is in the same voice that you use to quote that character from The Heat, where she's like, get the fuck out of my house now. <laughs> Bulgarian. <laughs> Which I can't do a Bulgarian accent, so it's butchered to hell. But That's what it sounds like to me, though. I can't, I can't do a lot of accents. It's, it's the way you say fuck. I am like, a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> You're cracking. I don't know what it's from. Like I said, I found it on TikTok, but I right. don't know what it's from beforehand. Oh, okay. It oh, but it is from something. It's from something. Oh, okay. But like all, Ow. like like all Gen Zers and you know dickheads, I found it. <laughs> I found it on TikTok, and I now live and breathe it because I'm it a, is now my entire because <laughs> I'm a fucking parrot, and that's what you get. Ta-da. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Until I get bored of it, then I'll find something new to quote. But yes, I'm a fucking genius, and that's what you get. It reminds me of, you know, Isla Fisher, her husband? Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, it reminds me of him. I know it's not him, but every time I say it, I just picture his face when he's in, is it The Dictator? Is that what movie he's in? Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Neither have I. Or are you talking about Borat? That might be it, yeah. The one where he's from... This is my house! Yeah, that's Borat. (laughs) At your place. This is my neighbor. Great success. (laughs) That's Borat. (laughs) He has pain in my ass. Yeah. That's what I think of every time I say I'm a fucking genius. (laughs) 
<laughs> a little look into Joe's brain. <laughs> the way my brain works, I feel like people would be scared. Scared off me. Scared for how I operate. They'd be like, is she going to survive? You know what I think? What do you think? That, that sort of could, when I think about your thought process. It's <laughs> <laughs> already a joke in and of itself. When I think about your thought process, my brain conflates two separate things. Oh, shit. So okay. <laughs> the first thing the first thing I think of is, you know, how in the Lego movie. Oh, fuck. You're <laughs> down terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm hearing is that you love my present. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Another episode into how does Joe's brain work. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a therapist's dream, I feel like. Like, I would, they would get so much money out of me just trying to figure out how my brain works. <laughs> like, is that too up myself to say that? <laughs> just ADHD medication. <laughs> Do you know this? I saw it on TikTok. Wow, I just have to get all my information. I saw it on TikTok. This is the only media yeah. I can <laughs> Who needs the news? I've got TikTok. <laughs> Who needs Google? I've got TikTok. I'm just imagining someone on Sunrise or like the six o'clock news tonight being like, and this source was found on TikTok today. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the audience just being like, what the fuck? This no, is no, and everyone in the audience being like, that's legit. Yes, it is. <laughs> Very true. That's yes, legit. She found it on TikTok. That is correct. <laughs> what did you find on TikTok? That there are six different types of ADHD. So that got me thinking... Maybe I do have ADHD. <laughs> Am I the villain? <laughs> I don't think I'm the villain. <laughs> but honestly, let's think about it. I've talked too much and now I've ridden me to pee. So I won't give up. Anyway, let's get into chapter 34. Then Joey Bree's spoken about it a little bit. But I do have some questions. Yeah. Do you have some questions about this chapter? For so, me. the very first. Not necessarily for you, but like just in general. The very first sentence of this chapter is I summoned Dad's magic toolkit out of the duet and grabbed our little legless friend and said, Doughboy, we need to talk. Is this the first time that we have seen Carter pull something out of his locker since he put Lero there? No. Oh. He pulled a sword out. That didn't sound right. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Come on, take it down. <laughs> I know, when we did that episode with Money, and I was like, and then he goes to play with his sword, and I don't know why I wrote that. Yeah. Put <laughs> your head out of the gutter. Goodness. It's hard. It's like, in Harry Potter. it's like in Harry Potter when she's like, my wand was erect, and I'm like, it was what now? <laughs> or like, <laughs> she, literally, she literally uses the phrase at some points during Harry Potter, something ejaculated out of my wand. Like, excuse no. you. No. She does. JK does that? Yes. <laughs> you bitch, that's funny. Yes. I fucking hate you. It's like, there are other words for that. JK, you, know. you suck. That sounds like you're saying, just kidding, you suck. No, rolling, you suck. <laughs> Dick, for a living. Loser. <laughs> Not that I'm dissing sex work. Not that you're what? I don't know, just fuck off, JK, you suck. Fuck off, Rowling, you suck. <laughs> hey, you. Let's just move on from this, because <laughs> Joe's spiraling with her choice of words. <laughs> Is it because you don't want to call her Joanne? Because that's too close to you. Fuck off. I do not. Also, because if I say Joanne, they'll be like, who the fuck is that? I'll <laughs> be like, because she goes by JK Rowling. So I'm like, yeah, Rowling. Rowling, Rowling. I've heard some people say Rowling. It's Rowling. It is Rowling. Rolling like bowling. Rowling like a river. That's what I think of every time. And she worked. She went. <laughs> what is on. this? Let's move on quickly before because you started to spiral. You lean forward and put your head in your hand. Say, you say no, let's move you on. Started, you you say let's move on. on. But how do you expect me to move on? <laughs> like both. Look at this graph. <laughs> you saying move 
brain cell at the moment, so what am I supposed Fucking to do? Fucking take it! <laughs> I don't! Charge it! Moving on to chapter four. This is what it is. Chapter four! 34! <laughs> wow! Quickly, just go for it! Chapter four! shunned from the house of life now and like they'll like desert her and whatever else and I was just like they don't really have the resources to be shunning people no they kind of need everybody they like, can get four like, people in the house of life they should be just like really forgiving like honestly if anything she should be going to live with the magic penguins down in the Antarctican yeah did I say that right yeah Antarctican pole gnome Antarctica 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 yeah, she's just gonna hang out with them. She could learn so much from them. Those penguins. And the magic penguins. But also, that would be like the worst punishment for her just because she's the firebender. And so, like. Shh, don't melt that place. Going down to, you isn't know, the water tribes would just be not great for her. And penguins. <laughs> but it's just like, there's no actual land mass, it's just ice. That counts as a land mass. No, 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 no there's land. There's like. <laughs> Do you mean like like grass and like dirt and stuff? Yes, yes. Yeah, there's there's some of that down there, like unmeltable yes. land. There is. Oh, what's yes. the other one? The North Joe, Pole. There's like rock faces and like cliffs and stuff that the penguins have to dive off to get down into the sea. You're laughing and I missed your joke. <laughs> Stupid joke. I, I said, what's the other one? The North Pole. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. What's the other one? <laughs> oh, you're actually asking. <laughs> I was like, Joe, the North Pole is what it's called. There is a South Pole and a North Pole. <laughs> do you mean like, do you mean like Santa's realm or like <laughs> the Arctic Circle? <laughs> the Arctic monkeys. That's what's up there. <laughs> Monkeys, <laughs> they're a band. <laughs> this is not going well. Honestly, for a really long time, I just thought Russia was at the top. I was like, <laughs> this is the top. Russia's part of fucking Europe. I know, but like, look how high 
to be clear, the South Pole is where the magic penguins are. Can they you tell me magic polar bears? <laughs> While you're looking at it, though, can you tell me is there solid land mass in the North Pole? Yes. Who told me then in primary school that one of them didn't have any proper surface area? And it was oh, wait, no, 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 no. The North Pole is in the middle of the Arctic Ocean. Its nearest land masses are like Greenland, and that's why it's in the Arctic Circle. Because it's not, it's just basically a big glacier, right? It's not, there's no actual like mud and dirt and land to make it land, it's just a big ice block. That's what I was told when I was in primary school. I specifically remember because I was like, "That why is it an island then? That's dumb. It's just ice. That's like saying, why is it an island? That's dumb. It's just rock. <laughs> well, you can't melt rock! Yes, the, you can! Not with the you sun! Not with daylight! You can melt rock, Joe! <laughs> I'm really sounding terrible. This is why I don't drink on the podcast. Every geologist right now is like, who is this girl? Right? And why Kate Green is going to be her? so mad at me? <laughs> My goodness me. My goodness me? Wow. <laughs> I'm really upset because you're going to I'm gonna really leave- upset! I'm really upset because you're going to leave all of this <laughs> in the podcast. That is the power that I hold. <laughs> People are going to hear this and they're going to go... Wow, Joe didn't get an education, and it's like, hmm, oh, clearly, no. <laughs> like, I did, but it didn't stick. That's the problem. Okay, so if we're moving on a little bit, we know that Iskander has done something to Zia, right? Mm-hmm. You're just not sure what. Mm-hmm. And we know that Zia's hearing voices, a.k.a. Nephthys' voice, because how that's how she gets... How am I going to get anyone to love me when I miss you? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> that's how she gets Seth's secret name. And I wrote in my notes, I just literally wrote the note, who is calling to Zia? Because I didn't want to give it away without you coming to it yourself. Nephthys! But you said Nephthys. Obviously. Because yes. It's, that's so clear. I'm just saying. It was also very clear to everybody that Amos was being used by Seth as a host, correct? No? Not clear? Okay. No, it I'll was okay. I don't know if he was being used specifically as in Seth was hosting himself inside him, or if he was, you know, just being controlled from afar. Like, I knew, we knew that he was evil. <laughs> like, well, like, we knew that there was something wrong with Amos, and we knew that he was being controlled somehow by Seth, but I wasn't sure if he was, if it was from a distance, or if it was literally Seth is inside him. But we knew it was Seth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We, and, like, the specific part where it was, like, set climbed out of him, I was like, oh, so he was inside him the whole time. Yeah. But so, like... I was inside you! Of all the notes that I took for this episode, all of them are just, in case you could see them, I was like... All of them were just, Joe, did you catch this? <laughs> no, because me reading that note would go, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> no, but all of my notes were like, don't tell Joe, but what is question mark? Or, like, that kind of thing. What is question mark? And I note the page, so like, you know, I know where it is, roughly. Um, Okay. But yeah, I like that you are bringing things to the table, finally. It only took 34 episodes, 34 chapters, but we're there. Because I wasn't... I don't know the book. I know. I can't confidently bring theories to the table when I have no idea what I'm talking about. You can, Joe. I want the crackhead energy. Well, I didn't have any because I didn't have any proper information regarding You better be bringing crackhead energy for the next two books because you now have background information. Probably not. Joe! Let's do it anyway. 
Do not limit yourself in your Wait for Bass to show up again. I miss her. Joe, she's dead. She's not dead. She's stuck in the duet, but she'll come back. Her host is gone. She's not dead. Khufu's fucking bathing her somewhere in New York. Muffin. <laughs> yeah, that's alright. Well, he, he bathes the children as well. He what? He picks up their hair for nits and bugs and That's crawlies. what you mean. Okay. Still. Bathing. Anyway. Um, and that's pretty much the end of, of chapter 34. Except that Amos appears and basically he's like, Let's drive into the storm! <laughs> he has like a look in his eye. We and should just... make it clear, Zia never says what Seth's secret name is. No, because it, I mean, it, she, didn't, she can't say it to Carter. She has to say it to Sadie. She knows that Sadie's the only one who can read from the book. Yeah. So let's jump into chapter 35. So you're up. You're on recap. Go Men for it. ask for directions and other signs of the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, Sadie is having some dream time to herself, and we get to see her talking to Isis, and then Isis is telling her all about, uh, you know, how the gods are getting like really nervous, the stronger that Set gets, and like. She gestures to, like, the empty throne that, like, Horus needs to sit on. And then we also get to find out that, or re-find out, I should say, or be reminded that Carter slash Horus need to be put on the throne as Pharaoh for everything to become, you know, back in balance. And Sadie has a little hissy fit because she's like, why aren't I, you know, going to be the Pharaoh? And they're all and like... And then we reminded her of Diana and we were like, being part of the royal family is never fun. Don't do it. Well, we were more just like, can you really see yourself sitting on a throne for the rest of your life? <laughs> and Sadie was too. like, fuck that shit. But boring. like, let's remember Diana. R.I.P. Moment of Silence. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm confused. So am I. Let's go. <laughs> um, I like that we all get, also get to see a little bit of the vision that pushed, like, of Ruby's vision that pushed her to start, you know, making a difference and start making a change, hence the reason she died. I like that we finally get to see a bit of that because it makes it a little bit more real for Sadie. And then when Sadie wakes up, because Zia is, like, poking at her, Sadie is immediately like, oh my god, you want to know about Carter? He has a huge fat crotch on you. And Zia's like, no, we need to talk about Set and she's his like, secret well, name. She's like, yes, but no. <laughs> she's like, we need to talk about Set and his secret name while your brother and uncle are in the store and they can't hear me because they're asking for directions. Who knew that men could, right? You know, I didn't think right. Yeah, and anyway, then Sadie's like, uh, okay. And then all of Sadie's uh, inner monologue is like super confusing because it's like casting all of this doubt on Zia. But then after Zia says like one thing, it's casting all this doubt on Amos, and then she feels guilty for that, so she like puts it all back on Zia. And then her palm starts like burning because she's like, you know, because she's holding the feather. Of yeah, truth. she's holding the feather of truth, and she's like, but I'm speaking as to what I know is true. So like, why is it burning? And so it like comes into play of well, if you don't know that you're telling a lie, can you say, still burn up? That's if you're, the loophole like, of yeah. truth and lie. If you fully believe what you're saying is the truth, then technically you are not lying. So, but maybe the feather of truth is about not your truth, but the actual truth. <laughs> Tell me your truth. You know? Anyway, yeah. But so, yeah, we get a little bit of that. Uh, and then... The only tag I have in here is... When they're going through. And so... We're I talk- wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. 
And then Sadie basically is like, okay, well, give me Seth's secret name. And Zira's like, mm, no, can't do that. Only if you're going to use it right now. And then Zira's making herself look real sus at that point. Yeah. Because she's like, right now, right now, right now. And Sadie's like, well, why do you want me? Why are you so adamant that I use it right this very second? Mm-hmm. Give it to me, and then I'll use it when I think the time is right. That's very mature, smart move yeah. on Sadie's part. And Zira's like, oh, we're out of time. And then the boys get back. So she's like, ah, can't use it. And we still don't know Seth's secret name. And that's pretty much chapter 35. Now, your tag. Go. Well, it's until the end of the chapter. Should we go through the chapter first and then get to my tag? Sure, okay. Do you want to talk about uh, Ruby's vision? What is going on in the vision, Joe? Destruction! Thank you. World's destroyed! Chaos seeping into the lives of everybody and all the structures that humans have feebly made in order to consume their ongoing doubt of humanity. Chaos seeps in and is ready to destroy, filling in the cracks about to explode. Rubble seen for miles, the world destroyed as it is. Who's gonna rule? I know. Chaos, even though that's not really a thing. But okay! Okay, so what do you think of the fact that literally every building is destroyed except for the needle? And so it looks like Oh, so the needle that wasn't destroyed. Yeah, yeah. But they said, uh... The obelisk, the needle. I was talking about the obelisk. Okay, because they did say something, and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I was yeah, like, okay. and that's the only thing that's not destroyed, but then all of a sudden it gets really dark, and, like, the sides of it, like, Starts peel off. off. Yeah, I saw so, that like, no, was... So, like, what's happening there, Joe? They're summoning the, the demon thingy. Summoning? Sorry, uh, okay, there's no summoning. Oh, my God. So immediately, fuck you, Joe. No, <laughs> and I was like, okay. no, that was a question. No. Curious glance that okay. I gave you. <laughs> I got a really big. You're wrong. <laughs> that statement. And I was like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> you had to move your head just then because you have no room to be expressive. Your head was literally like, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the like demon, the like, demon thing, the the big destroyer, chaos monger. That's <laughs> you just, all you think of is Killmonger? <laughs> yeah. Chaos Monger. That bast has been fighting is peeling itself out of the jewel through the needle. That's what's happening. So what's happening? Yep. I'm right, aren't I? Even though we're talking about Seth. Yeah. Seth's only the first step. We know that. It's said in this chapter. Okay. He's only the first step. He's when was that said? In this chapter. Yeah, when? <laughs> when Sadie was like, we're doing our best, we're going to defeat Set. And then Chicky was like, oh, Sadie. No, in her dream. Oh, Isis. Sure. Oh, she is talking to Isis. Okay, yeah, Isis was like, Sadie, come on, you know Set's only the first step. And she was like, yeah, I know, God. <laughs> She's like, why are you going to do me like that? <laughs> Am I remembering it wrong? Or was she talking about the next step is getting Horace slash Carter on the throne? No, she was remember, talking about that too, but she well, was saying that we're Isis trying our best. Isis does not think far ahead. Isis is a here and now goddess, and she is very much like a, <laughs> the consequences of my actions today will never affect me. <laughs> That's very much Isis's personality. So, like, I'm fairly certain. I'm pretty certain that she said, well, after they talked about putting Carter on the throne, she was like, "You need to balance chaos," and they were like, "We're doing our best. We're gonna stop oh, set." Yeah. They're like, we're going to stop Set. And then she said to Sadie, she was like, you know that Set's only the beginning. 
you know that. Being like, she also knows that Sadie's And then Sadie can't lie because she's holding the thing. And Sadie can't lie, and Sadie's like, yes, I feel something bigger than just Set. Like, he's just the stepping stone to the chasm that we're about to fall through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of chaos. Okay, can I ask a non, oh, well, kind of plot related question. Do you think Horace slash Carter are right for the throne? No. Okay, who should who should be sitting there? Nobody. Nobody needs a throne. It's democracy. Um, the whole point of this book is that somebody needs a throne. I know, but I hate the idea of a monarchy. I think it's stupid. Why? Especially because if Horace sat there, it's not really him making the decisions, it's Isis behind the curtain. Exactly. Right. I just think it's so dumb. The idea that one person can rule... So, for example, before the government was a thing, before mm-hmm. democracy was a thing. Why are you staring at me without blinking? Sorry. There was <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like moving around because I'm like, eh. I'm like, you did it before too while I was doing my recap and I'm like, eh. Ah! Sorry. I'm just watching. <laughs> yeah. A little too intense. <laughs> I don't mean it aggressively. <laughs> like a dead gang. <laughs> just staring at me and I'm just like, Okay, not interested at all. Ways you make Kate uncomfortable. Do not blink. (laughs) Anywho, yes, I was talking about the monarchy. The whole idea that one person can control thousands, millions, billions of people without question, or like they have full control and then behind the curtain, like Game of Thrones is an example. Mm -hmm. I know it's a TV show. But the problem is, is that the themes happen in real life, which is that there is a couple of really manipulative and really horrible and hostile and terrible people who are controlling the said person who is in charge. So the idea of a monarchy is so dumb. And then you also look at, say, the crown, which is, like, the English monarchy, and you're like, look at all the shit that went down with the royal family. Like, that's... It's so mental, and it's so fucked up, and why would you want anyone to go through that involuntarily. Like, the whole point of the monarchy is that it's passed down through bloodline, and there's plenty of people in the bloodline who are like, I don't want to be part of this bullshit! Whereas people who are in politics chose to be in politics, so it's like they chose their life, they chose to be ridiculed and put in the limelight, and they chose to try and be in charge, and so they've set themselves up for the ridicule. Okay, but the flip side of that, do you really want the people who seek out that power and that um, level over others and the ability and the desire to preside over everybody else's as their, uh, like, decisions as their ambition. Do you really want people like that in charge? I'm sure there's a good few people. If I kept up with politics, I would be able to name a few people that are alright, but I don't keep up with politics, so I have no fucking clue. But I'm sure there's good people in politics somewhere. Maybe in Australia, maybe not. Just put women in charge. We just deserve to be, so. <laughs> right, but wouldn't you... I don't know. I think that there's some. Um, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that a monarchy is the answer to the question, but I am saying that there, the sense of duty that might come with that responsibility of being the person who runs the country. It's their choice to be informed by other people or not, but I think it it still holds some merit against power hungry people who rise through the ranks because they. Like, I just, I don't like that Because they're power-hungry. Yeah, that's yeah. not, that's not... Because they're vindictive, and you're like... Yeah, because, I don't know, like, the percentage of, from what I have observed, the percentage of people who actually want to do something good compared to the people who just want 
the ability to control other people, it's very slim. Yeah, it's never the actual good person who gets the job. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Whereas, I don't know, if you grew up with a sense of, like, so if you're in the royal family and you grew up with a sense of, this is how, you know, you should be informed about these decisions or this is how, or these are the things you need to take into account and, you know, like, that kind of thing. Like, you know how the reluctant king is, like, usually the better ruler or that kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, well then I should say, what I don't like about this storyline is they're making it seem like Carter doesn't have a choice at all. Mm -hmm. As in, like, they're going to put him on the throne whether he likes it or not. And it's going to be because they want Horace on the throne, and is that they don't actually think that Carter's a real person, and Carter's there, and they're overlooking Carter's needs and wants and feelings because they're like, we need Horace on the throne, and it just happens to be that Carter's the accidental host But accidental host, but also the person who best represents and mirrors the things that Horace represents. Sure, but he's being pushed aside. I feel, well, because we haven't heard it from his perspective, at the moment I'm feeling Mm -hmm. like he's being pushed pushed aside by expectation and duty, and he's not being able to fully process what people are are watching and needing and, and expecting from him. And then he doesn't actually have any real control in the situation. Oh, just well, himself. He's a child. Of course he has no he control. Doesn't. And that's another thing. They're going to put a 15-year-old child, a 14-year-old child... Yeah, but the Egyptians aren't. They weren't averse to that kind of thing. But they should have been. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> look at what happened to... Was it Tut? Which one was yeah. the kid? Yeah, look what happened to Tut. Like, seriously. Come on. <laughs> you can't be kidding me. Learn from your mistakes. <laughs> okay. So that's how you feel about... That whole situation. Yes. I mean, it all, I mean, obviously this, again, like I said, this frame of mind is coming from just watching and from watching from afar the royal family in uh-huh, uh-huh. in England, just being like, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> what is this bullshit that is going on? Okay. And so then if we move on from that and we get to the part where Zia has, you know, woken Sadie up from her power nap to, <laughs> <laughs> to you know, um kind of bombard Sadie with only doing exactly what Zia wants. What was your interpretation of that whole scene slash conversation in terms of what Zia wants, the way that she's talking about Amos versus the way that Sadie's thinking about Amos or the way that Sadie's now thinking about Zia because of what she's thinking about other people, also bringing into the fact that Sadie's palm did start to burn when she said Amos was a good person because of the feather of truth or because, you know, that she thinks that they should trust him. Like, what is your take on this whole okay. situation, knowing what you know about Amos slash Set from the next chapter? Okay, so before I even read, so this is where my tag comes into play. So I was right. talking about. This is the end of the chapter we're talking about now. We're not yeah. talking about Sadie's bar, we're talking about the actual conversation. This yeah. is where my tag comes in. We already know that there is something wrong with Amos. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had tips from everybody, including Carter's own bar, when he went on little vacation sleepy time, that there is something wrong with Amos, and that's why they don't trust him, and they don't yeah. believe him, and they didn't tell him anything. And Amos even was like, don't trust me, even though it was said that really said that word, spoiler alert. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Move my whole bed. I know, I didn't mean to, I got excited. <laughs> 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 Literally just like... <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, so we already know, and we know that Sadie's really defensive of the family, for multiple reasons, one of them being that she feels guilty about her admission to Anubis that she would sacrifice her family, so she's 
overcompensating being like, oh, I believe in them fully or I'm trying to as much as they can so they don't actually have to sacrifice them for the future. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's what she's doing so that right. she, to like ease her own personal guilt that she feels towards her own um, But is she trying compass. to preserve something futile? Like, I'm going to need an explanation for that. What? You're saying that she's... What's the future know, thing she's trying to preserve? Well, you're saying that she's trying to protect Amos out of a sense of, like, a familial bond, but she really doesn't know him at all. Yeah. And so is she trying to preserve that bond because she can't have it with her dad? Like, is it pointless? Yes. Or does she... Do you think that she actually believes that there's some worth in that being blindly loyal to him just out of a familial bond despite what literally everybody has said to want her against him? No, she's that one. She's just feeling... She's just like, he's my blood, he's my family. She literally says that in the book. She was like, how would you feel if somebody talked shit about your uncle? Like, even if you were feeling it yourself, mm-hmm. you would immediately get your hackles up at somebody talking shit about your family because it's in your blood to look after them. But so do you think it is futile and it is stupid. But also, like, where do you think that this um, outlook is coming from? Because I know for me where it's coming from, but... If somebody was talking shit about one of my family members, I don't necessarily know that I would jump in and stop them. I know that I haven't in the past, which I is why I haven't in the past. Which is why I'm like, well, well, it depends how I feel about them. I mean, there are particular family members of mine that yes, I will not defend because I go, I know that they are not worth defending because either what you're saying about them is absolutely 100% true, <laughs> or it's like, or. I just, in general, agree with your sentiments. And it's sort of like, so there's no point in me arguing because I fully agree. Or, you know, um, it's sort of like, well, what I know about this person and how they've treated me has been completely amicable. So I'm sort of like, all right, well, I don't understand where you're coming from. So, for example, Amos has always been, the few days that she's known him, Amos has been her hero, her saviour, her family like, the only hope she's had left. And so she's feeling a little bit hackles up towards anyone who questions that sense of security that was given to her after her life started to fall apart, which is famous. Okay, so what I'm trying to ask is, do you think that she actually believes that she is defending him because of this familial bond? Or is she defending Amos because it's what she's done her whole life to defend herself against bullies or people at school or any anyone who has anything to say about her family. I don't think I understand the question. So, is it just an internalised thing within her to have to justify herself and her family members because of their race? Or is she actually defending Amos because she believes that he is a good person because of that familiar bond? Or wants to believe that he's a good person because she actually... Or is it just like a reflex thing that she's done her whole life because she's had to defend her situation and had to defend her family like this? Is that what she's jumping out at Zia for? Or... Can't it be both? I don't know that... I mean, it could, but I don't think that it is. Which do you think it is? Because I feel like both of those could apply and I don't really know the situation well enough or Sadie well enough to understand. I think that the... Uh, acknowledgement that the feather is burning in her palm is an acknowledgement within herself without actually thinking about it. I think from her perspective. You think it's a reflex? I think that it's fully just a reflex and that she understands and is on board internally with everything that everyone is saying against Amos because she's got the ick. Like, I fully believe that that's what it is and that this thing about her having to defend her family in the past and having to be a part of that um like whole situation and just like 
you know, the anger at that and the confusion at what's going on, but also wanting to defend. So, like, it probably, like, the reflex thing was born out of the, well, no, I'm going to defend them because they are my family, before she knew any of this shit was going on, like, when it was, yeah. you know, six years ago when all of this happened. Yeah. But I think now she's just reverting to that because... Yeah, she's so literally losing everybody and she doesn't know how to handle it so she's reverting back to this well I'm going to cling yes which is why the feather starts burning because she's not being, not true being true to herself, to herself. yeah that's okay. what I think is going on alright well you've read this before like the whole series you've read it before and so just in general you're going to have a better view of her but at this point yeah. in time <laughs> I don't know she likes to tell <laughs> Really, she likes to put a down on her iPod and cry, and I'm like, "This is why I love her <laughs> because we're the same." Does everybody like to do that? Honestly, people who don't cry for Adele are weird. Um, but at this point in time, from my point of view, honestly, either of those scenarios could work. Like, and they like, so it could be that she really does truly want to believe that her family is good and that she feels an emotional connection because. When it doesn't actually take that long to build an emotional connection, especially when your world is falling apart and you're clinging to anything and everything. The world is falling apart around me, John, and I'm dying inside. <laughs> but, like, you you know what I mean? Because it doesn't take... We see it in books all the time, because we know how to happen in real life. <laughs> but, like, we see it in an emotional connection. That has to be fiction. <laughs> That's not a real thing. I mean, our word falling around us, but falling falling apart around us. We've never had that happen to us. But you can, like... <laughs> the last two years. That doesn't count. Everybody had that. Yeah, exactly. The world is falling apart I don't around mean, literally everyone. I mean our personal world. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to be stuck in a house with you for six months. Wow. That was a joy <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> we watched so much TV. Yeah, that was my escape. It was our escape. <laughs> Guys, go on Kate's TikTok. We read, watched all the Barbie movies. It's absolutely brilliant. It's great. Content. Not all of them. There are some now that we haven't seen. Oh fuck yeah, we're not up to date. We got to read them. There's like now, there's like seven more that we haven't seen <laughs> since then. Barbie Marathon 2.0. It's fucking ridiculous. Anywho, moving on. Yeah, so it could be, it could be either of those responses. Either, 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 <laughs> either of them. Either of those could work. But yes, I can. I now see it from. Yeah. Okay. Are you seeing what I'm saying now? I oh like, yeah. You explained it fully, so I was like, yes. Okay, so the way you explained the first time around, I was like, you're saying the same thing twice. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I did because I was trying to wrap my head around what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, okay, so that's how you feel about uh, Sadie protecting or being loyal to Amos. Okay, but how before we knew what we knew about Set being inside Amos, <laughs> um, what, I was were, inside you, what were you thinking of Zia in this scene? Oh, so sauce. Says how? That was the tag. Literally, it says here, the bit that I tagged that was literally, like, made me question Zia the most mm -hmm. was, it was, um, I'd spoken with, with Nephthys. Uh, she told me she was far away in some sort of sleeping host, and Zia was right here in front of me. It will work, she insisted, but I can't do it. It must be you. Why not use it yourself, she demanded, because you spent all your magic? Question. Um, she said she waved away the question. Just promise me you will use it now on Amos right before we reach the mountain. It may be your only chance, and if you're wrong, we waste the only chance we have. 
The book disappears once it's used, right? Grudgingly, Zian nods. Once read, the book will disappear and, ap- and appear somewhere else in the world. If you wait any longer, we're doomed. If Set lures you into the base of... If Set lures you into his base of power, you'll never have the strength to conquer him. That, like, this little bit here that was, like, she's trying to get... So, Zia's trying to get Sadie to use Set's secret name and trap him right here, right now, because she's like, I fully believe it's Amos. But that is such a sus way to do it, because she was like, you only get one chance. Do it now. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Do it now. Do it now. And so, you know, it's like, well, I don't have any backup, and you're not giving me enough information. She was like, how do you know Set's name? How do I know that you are not secretly set and you're trying to get me to use it on somebody else while you watch and laugh? Mm-hmm. You literally said, Set is a god of trickery. Trickery. I was going to say trickster. Anyway, he's the god of trickery. And he's trying to manipulate people, which is... So, there was still this little bit of power struggle... Well, not power struggle, but this little bit of struggle of being like, who's... Who's right, who's wrong? Really, you shouldn't trust either of them. The whole statement that Sadie can't remember her own memories is sort of like, red flag, red flag, something's going off. Who did I say? Sadie. I meant Zia, sorry. Zia was saying that she can't remember a few of her memories, you know, like a few times that she met up with Iskander, and she's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know how I got here. And she's even confused that she's questioning the House of Life. She's like, why would I... Why would I question my family? Why would I question my upbringing? Why would I... Because let's be real, people don't tend to question their upbringing until they've been shown a new light. And Sadie mm-hmm. wasn't... Sadie. Zia wasn't really shown a new light. She was sort of just, you know, decided out on the whim. And so who gave her that inkling to be like, maybe you're wrong? Because, you know, people tend to live and breathe whatever they're taught. As okay. So now, follow-up question. I know that we're not in Chapter 36 yet, but... Mm-hmm. Knowing what you know about... I still think there's something wrong with Zia. Okay. There's definitely something so wrong So you're still her. thinking that she's sus. You still think that she... So sus. What would her other... Who would she be working for then? Or who would she be trying to serve? Or what purpose is she trying to achieve if she's still not on Carter and Sadie's side? Oh, okay. Um... Like, if you're saying that she's still sus, then you're saying that she's not on Carter and Sadie's side. Look, I think I don't, she's definitely not on Seth's side. I'm fully on board with that. She's not on Seth's side, but I don't think she's fully on Carter and Sadie's side. She's sort of working on her own, and she's sort of trying to benefit herself, is what I'm feeling. I don't know who herself is, though. Because it hasn't been... Because she doesn't know who she is. Exactly. It hasn't been fully confirmed that she is a godling and that she's hosting Neptus. Okay. So... It hasn't been confirmed. I'm still kind of in thought pattern that she's just a clay, mag- clay magician. She says in With either this... With a attached to her. I'm fully on that brain thought. She says brain in thought. either this chapter or in chapter 36 that it has to be Blood of the Pharaohs who, you know says Seth's name and has to be Blood of the Pharaohs who does the spell. And so she's adamant that Sadie... She's adamant yeah. that Sadie do it because Carter, for some reason, can't, I guess. And uh, I, I don't actually remember the reason why he can't. Because he's not in the car when she's It was said earlier and I don't remember. I don't remember <laughs> why she's the spell Sadie. one. Yeah, she's the, she's the one who can read the she's book. She's the spell one. But so, okay, if Zia is so 
adamant that it has to be blood of the pharaohs and she is questioning her own personal history what is your take on that if she doesn't know who she is do you mean casting the spell so again we've seen we've seen yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to get around without spoiling anything if we've seen her display such raw power in the last couple of a couple of chapters as well like she summoned that pillar of fire that was like and recovered quite quickly like isis was impressed by the pillar of fire yeah and so that kind of power has to come from somewhere the only other power that we've seen on that level are either people who are being used as hosts by gods so godlings like amos using storm magic or carter and sadie using isis and horus's um power they're the only ones that we've seen and those three are all blood of the pharaohs joe yeah so if sadie i mean if zia is displaying the same level kind of power Mm. and she doesn't know her history this is where my brain went the first time that i read this so you're thinking zia's part of blood of pharaohs Pharaohs. I'm saying Pharaohs. you should be thinking. You're saying I should be thinking that? Yes. I don't think that at all. <laughs> Why? Because I'm still in the train of thought that she's off somewhere sleeping and her bar is attached to a clay person and that she's not really here. If she's not really here, how is she displaying such raw power, Joe? Mm. You don't have an answer. <laughs> That's not an answer. No, I don't think she's part of... I don't think she's blood of pharaohs. Why can't I fucking... She's displaying... What do you mean? What do you you mean? She's displaying the same amount of power as the only other three blood of the pharaohs that we know. Why am I feeling so empowered by your rage right now? I just... I I don't understand why you're not even open to it. I feel like half the reason why I'm dismissing you is because you're so adamant that you want me to believe it. So I'm like... Well, why do you want me to believe it so hard? Joe, I've done this in other chapters as well. I know, but for some reason it's not... I'm trying to catch you up to a place where you're supposed to be right now. Am I supposed to be... Are you saying I'm behind? No! I mean, well, in some aspects. Other aspects, you're further ahead than I was. But I'm not telling you where. Oh, behind. Uh, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> you, know that, you know that TikTok I said you were was like when you predict the end of a book? I am a prophet. <laughs> I was like, that's you. When you read books, you're like, I figured it out. I can't use that for like this like genre though because it's literally made for 12 year olds. Oh my god, I figured it out, guys. <laughs> Isn't it worse when you don't figure it out, though, because you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Which is me! But if you don't think about it, like, you've said that you don't think about it. I'm a 12-year-old reading levels. <laughs> That's how pathetic it is. Or are you not even yet at 12 I don't even think I'm even there yet. I'm a 10-year-old reading levels. <laughs> I guess okay, so then the chapter ends with... I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to speculate. What am I missing? Don't tell me. No, tell me. No, you lie. <laughs> I don't believe you. You lie to me. Make a big joke out of it. You'd be like, look where I live. <laughs> that might be part of the reason that I'm I can laugh because it. I've done it before, but also, like, 
<laughs> I'm trying to like without giving you spoilers still trying to keep things in your orbit <laughs> like the See, last couple of do that. but I have to that was fuck out of me well, that's cause like last episode you were like no I don't want you to actually give me an answer I just want you to think about it and I was like well I was fucking trying to come up with an answer cause I thought that's what you wanted and you're like no just think about it and I'm like well fuck I hate that I want you to think about it, but I don't want you to think about it out loud. Ah! <laughs> There's a mic in front of you. I don't like that. I feel like I made a freaking test, and they're like, "Sure, you're working." <laughs> and they're like, "They're like," and I'm like, "I don't understand." And they're like, "Good, we don't want you to understand." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Like I found myself fucking stupid over here, thinking out loud and not coming to a conclusion, just sort of confused verbally. I prefer to keep that to myself. Me being confused is supposed to be a private matter. <laughs> me being confused out loud, I just want to die of shame. It makes me so uncomfortable. It's like peeling off your skin and being like, quick, quick, poke my nerve endings. Yeah, that's what it'll happen. Yeah, and I'll just like, <laughs> I'll just like cringe for an hour and a half while we do this. <laughs> that's what happens. That's what so it feels like. So the chapter ends. Right. Oh, the chapter ends. Yeah. <laughs> Hell. You're just exposing my insecurities and you're like, oh, anyway. that's nice. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways. <laughs> Honestly. So the chapter ends with Carter and Amos coming back to the car and Amos being like, guess what, guys? We get to drive into the big store <laughs> that we can't see through. Yay! Yeah. So, Joe, <laughs> what happens in chapter 36, our family is vaporized? I mean, He's I can just have to take a clouds. Is that all that happens? They turn into clouds. They get into the pyramid and set crawls out of Amos. Ta-da! That's pretty much what happens. That is what and happens. And the only stuff in between there is, like, some All the action fighting. stuff I could not comprehend, so that's fine. Because they were like, we got on the boat, we flew the boat, we blew up the boat, we burned a bunch of people, we lifted the off two the ground, boats. we weren't on the ground in the first place. No, we were in the ground and now we're in the sky, but we're still on the ground, but we're going to get through, but we army crawl and roll and we're back into birds and we're in the pyramid! And I was like, why can't you just walk into the pyramid? Because all of the base of the pyramid was covered with monsters. I know, but all I got from that is they eventually got there. I did not understand any of the magic that they so did the They turned into birds, that was it. Before they got into what the pyramid. What did they need the boat for, though? They were in bird form. Nobody noticed them. They could have just flown in. Before they flew into the pyramid, they had to stop the two boats from taking the pyramidian up to the top, so the cap. You know how we watched Apocalypse the other day? We watched... Um, yes. X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. And they were putting... they Because I made you. I, know. <laughs> I wanted to watch it. And they, at the top of the pyramid, at the very beginning of the movie, when they were showing yeah. what's his face. A little Apocalypse golden thing. There was like the little... Yes, I know what the tip of the pyramid is. Yeah. And it was all gold. That's what they're they trying, were trying to... They trying to put that on top. But as soon as they unveiled it, it like gave the pyramid extra sun power to like, you know, change his form into the other form. Yeah, that happened in Apocalypse. Yes. It was giving the pyramid extra power. That's the point of it. Because it's... Pyramids. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point of the Pyramidian. It points up to the heavens, which is what the pyramid is shaped for. It's to get you closer to the gods and give you more energy and give you more power. That's Uh, what it's for. The two boats that they're talking about in this chapter are flying side by side and they're carrying from the ropes on these boats... They're carrying the Pyramidian between oh, them. Oh, I did not picture that tandem. at all. So when they got on, when the kids and Amos got onto the boats, 
they chopped the ropes and that's why the Pyramidian fell to the floor because they were carrying it up to the top of the pyramid and they were like, well, before we get in there, we have to stop the pyramid from well, being we gotta get in there. super sexy. We gotta, like, slow <laughs> that shit down. That's why they had to get on the boats first. Yeah, I did not get that at all. <laughs> I thought they were still on the ground. <laughs> and then from the boats, because the and boats I was, were like, flying and they were, like, massive, they couldn't get them down to... Or, like, it, it takes too much to get... I mean, not that... They were trying to be subtle anyway. I mean, Zia was being carried by a giant fuck-off vulture. But, like, <laughs> that's why they had to fly down to the entrance. And then all of the stuff inside is, like, they're looking at all of the actual building of the pyramid. Yeah. And they're looking at all the images on the walls that would never be put to stone in ancient Egypt because they're too violent and too, gruesome. like... Yeah, chaotic and too gruesome. That's the whole point. Set so put them there because he's like, yeah, get out. <laughs> you don't like my artwork? Well, fuck you. I bought it at a museum. <laughs> This is a self-reflection. <laughs> yeah. Do, are you sort of on on the same page now? When you explain it like that, reading it in the book, I did not get that at all. Oh, okay. I was very confused reading it. So that's the whole, like, they were all, the boats were already floating, flying, whatever you want to call it. That's why when they cut one of the ropes, the boat started sinking. If it was already on the ground, it couldn't sink. Yes, it could. No, it's on the ground. If it was already in the ground, it could sink into the sand. No. Like, like quicksand. And that's what I was picturing. And I was like, why wouldn't the demons on the ground just start crawling up the side of the boat? And why wouldn't they be, like, swarmed and overwhelmed? No. Because I was like, these demons suck. <laughs> I was like... Can I see the front of your book? No, okay. I must be thinking of the other old original cover. It has a big pyramid on the front. And I'm pretty sure it has a boat off to the side that's, like, flying. <laughs> yeah, no, did not get that at all. I'm surprised that you didn't... Because, like, every boat that we've been on has flown in this book. Haven't they? I thought you were just going to say, leave it as every boat we've been on has flown. <laughs> I was like, okay, I've been on one boat. That was the Tasmanian... <laughs> Spirit. Yeah, Tasmanian... Spirit of Tasmania yeah. and it did not fly. It flew across the water <laughs> at amazing speeds. Got there overnight. Woo! Anyway. Yeah. No. Like the boat that they went on. Oh, and this is boat that they went on through the Duart. It I knew that it was supposed to fly but I didn't think it was already up there and I didn't okay. think it was out of the sky. I didn't think it was in the sky. I thought oh, that piece of junk. Out of the sky! I thought they were already on the ground. I thought no. they were still on the ground, and they were like, there's the point of the pyramid. And I was like, well, that's nice. No. I didn't connect that it was... I just don't think it was very clearly written. No, it wasn't clearly written. Thank God. All. I thought it was crazy. The thing that's funny to me is is when they first get in there and they see this giant pimple of a pyramid being built, and they're like putting... It's a blinding! Yeah. It doesn't have a top yet. It's literally a blinding because it's under a mountain. It's like not <laughs> bursting through the skin yet. Anyway. See, and that's where I got my thing from. They're like, it's under the mountain. I was like, okay, so it's still on the ground. These but just imagine, like, the mountain is pyramid-shaped, so, like, right under the mountain there's a giant pyramid. <laughs> And it's, like, just in this big cavern. That's See, how I imagined it. I have noticed, I feel like there's been, it's, this isn't the first time Rick has written an action scene and I have not been able to follow it at all because... I've, like, under-explained it? He's under-explained Because you're supposed it. to fill in the gaps. And you're he's supposed so to use your imagination. But he's so vague. He's too vague. And but I'm you forget like, that these are for kids who actively... Over-imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's what they do. But I just, I could not grasp it. I was like, right. where are they? 
I just could not understand. And I see, and I thought it was always my lack of knowledge about America. And just being like, I honestly do not know what's happening. Like, a lot of the Battle of Manhattan, I'm sort of like, where are they? Like, geographically? Like, huh? It doesn't matter, it all looks the same. Because I have never been to New York, and they're like, they're down Fifth Avenue. I'm like, which one's Fifth Avenue? I'm like, I don't know what that means. They're like, they're at the base of the Empire State Building. I'm like, why don't they just go around the other side? I'm like... I don't know what it means. Is there a second door? I don't know. I've never been there. I've never looked there either. I see, and in the movie, they always are up at the top of the, they fly up to the top of the Empire State Building. So it's sort of like, and they get through the elevator via the, via the top of the Empire State Building. So I'm like, well, that's different. Built different, literally. Built different. Literally. Hey you. So, yeah, but this isn't the first time that he's under. But even for an ADHD, <laughs> like even for like an ADHD kid or a dyslexic kid who overthinks and overimagines, I feel like that's still not enough key points that he needs to be pointing out to be like. I needed him to literally say they're two tan, like you said, two tandem boats flying, carrying the pyramid point. What did you say? The pyramidia. In between Pyramidian. Them. Pyramidian. Not Pyramidia. Pyramidian. In between them. Yeah. I'm like, I need it to that to be said. Tandem flying. I would have been like, okay, already in the air. I would have been like, alrighty then. That works better for me. Now I can actually, like, picture it. Granted, I would still be going, well, how close are they? <laughs> how do they fly? How big is pyramid? Nobody's really explaining. Whereabouts are the demons? Are they, like, underground on the ground? Or are they, like, because they said the pyramid starts, like, underground. So are, they, are the demons on the underground level? Or are they on, the like, the surface level before the hole was dug in order to put the pyramid there? I'm like, whereabouts are they? Do you think that's how the pyramids were made? Like, because they were made in the sand. Do you think they actually, like, dug a big hole and that's how they built them up so high and then eventually they were like, just keep digging surface level to really, like, to undig the pyramid and bring it to surface level? Am I making sense? How would they lift it? I sound crazy. No, they wouldn't lift it. They would just change the leveling field of Joe, the I don't even understand how they made the pyramids in the first place. Aliens! Or Aliens did it! Mean they started literally at ground level with the Pyramidian and then slowly built deeper into the hole and then did the next line of brickwork <laughs> and then went into the next bit of the hole. Is that what you're asking me? How would they excavate it? Yes, that's what I'm asking. How would they excavate the pyramid to start with? What does excavate mean? As in, like, how would it be open on the inside? Well, they it would, would collapse just, at some point if you built it They would just way. build it up. You if know, you like, built it from the top down you know with a big sh- hole in the middle, it, it would disintegrate. It would be like a big jack. You just sort of, like... <laughs> you just mind <laughs> popping up a tire. <laughs> you just, like, jack up a corner, shove a brick under, and then go around to another corner. How how yeah, you jack it up the corner just with like sliding, <laughs> like pushing it up? That's like, what do you yes. mean? Yes, they wouldn't start ground level, ground level. They'd maybe build like ten stories and then keep going up and building top, 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 top. Joe, if you were starting from ground level and build ten stories and then going up, <laughs> then you're still building from the ground up. Okay, 
But we're not starting the absolute bottom. Like, come on. Like, okay, well, you just said so yourself. You don't know how the pyramids were built. Yeah, Nobody. Because, because it seems physically impossible to me, because how did anybody lift those pyramids? Nobody fucking knows how they were built, so I can speculate. I could be right. Nobody, nobody, nobody can tell me wrong. I could be right. Joe, if they were all built in massive pits, then they would flood when it rains and it would just become... Who said it rains? Maybe it didn't rain the whole time they were building it. You don't know. Nobody was there. Nobody can confirm. It's like nobody can tell me that Tyrannosaurus Rexes didn't roar like they do in Jurassic Park. Nobody can tell me that. They're like, they're like scientifically, their throats wouldn't be able to do that. I'm like, well, bees aren't meant to fly, are they? I think that people who have spent their entire adult lives researching you don't know particular subjects are allowed to have more to say on the subject than a drunk 19 year old on a novice body. I don't think I'm that drunk anymore. About I think I'm spouting facts. I think I am. Honestly, who can nobody on this just in guys for we real don't know pyramids a bit. Honestly, you're gonna change your whole belief system. I should change you my change beliefs. Your beliefs. What would the dinosaur guy say? <laughs> nobody can tell me that I'm wrong. They honestly cannot fully one hundred percent. A lot of people can tell you that you're they wrong. They fucking can't. Are you a time traveler? I'll be like, take me back in time and show me how they built it. Anybody you can tell you that you're wrong. They just can't prove that you're <laughs> sorry, wrong. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I will. Real. We'll recap then. Nobody can prove me wrong. Nobody. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, as if I'm gonna cut out the rest. <laughs> Do you know oh, what I'm God. quoting? Are <laughs> you quoting Gravity Falls? 
No, I was no, oh my god, stores. And for the dreams <laughs> that I was quoting, the storks from storks, <laughs> the sphere stork from storks. Oh, <laughs> and for the dreams, <laughs> that's what I was quoting. See, and that's very fucking funny. That's horrorous. I don't even know how to come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully with that. I'm not fucking wrong. That's so funny too. And it's so funny because no one can tell me, properly prove me that I'm wrong until we go back in time. It's all theories. It's all speculation. That's what history books are. Speculation and theory. That's what they are. I sound crazy. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> I'm a fucking genius. I am, totally. That's so funny. Just you saying that history is just conspiracy theory 101. Let's be real. That's been just wide, worldwide accepted. Let's be real. It's the kind of attitude before that cameras, before cameras and videos were invented, it fucking could be. This is the kind of attitude that lets people who believe in, like, far-out conspiracy theories believe, believe that they're right. Like, this is the kind of attitude that makes flat earthers think that they're right. Sure, but I don't shove it down people's throat, just you. Because <laughs> I'm the only one who'll hear this episode. No one's going to believe me. No one's going to take my side. I'll just be the mental person that they listen no to. No one sees the back. No one sees the back of you. Yeah, it's like when you have that guy who preaches Jesus on the train. Like, you sort of just let him go. You don't actually listen to a word he says. You sort of just go, well, that was entertaining for 45 minutes. I won't actually take that into account. That's what this podcast is, Kate. Me being fucking crazy and you going, okay. <laughs> and then you editing this and going, oh, I'm freaking related to a lunatic. And then going, alright, let's see how society I didn't need treats the edit her. to tell me that. <laughs> sure, but like you relive it. I was reliving it. <laughs> I wonder what made me. So, do you have any other thoughts about this chapter besides no. how the fuck does it work? <laughs> I'm stuck on the pyramid. Let's be real. We're not coming back from that. I'm too I'm too far down the spiral that I'm just stuck on You're it. too amped up. I'm too amped up. I'm honestly sitting here, I'm like jittery in this fucking seat because I'm like, I'm ready to argue with somebody and yell at somebody else and be like, ah, I'm right. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I could be right. I am right. You're, you could be wrong. Honestly, you probably are wrong. You... Wrong! You're wrong! You don't know! You'll find out! Oh god, okay. Our neighbours are gonna hate us. Okay, so, Shadows and Statues, Joe, what are your predictions for next episode? Predictions! <laughs> okay! Set oh, oh, sorry, we, we, forgot to, we forgot to say, it's been revealed that Set was oh, yeah. inside Amos this whole time. Yeah, Set crawled out of Amos, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Amos was like... Or melted out of him, really. <laughs> well, here's the thing, oh, as soon as Set started to release his hold on Amos... Amos was like, run, get out of here, save yourself, kids. Which sort of makes it believe that Amos was sort of fully conscious the whole time Set was controlling him. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. Not, like, being fully aware and, uh, like, focused and conscious while somebody else is controlling you. Yeah. Is, like, a terrifying thought. (laughs) This episode has been a mess. You didn't know what the Arctic Circle was. You thought the North Pole was fake. And now the pyramids are fake. Look really bad, like not. I am like I'm not actually really bad, guys. I'm I'm really bad. 
it's, it's really bad over here. We talked about how my brain works, and then we're really confused by that. Okay, pretty good. And then we got a really good look at how my brain works! We have two episodes left. We have two episodes left. What's going down? What's going to happen? Well, they're not going to have dinner anytime soon, that's for sure. (sighs) You don't know. Seth could provide a really nice sit-down meal for Sure, but will they eat it? No, because I'll think it's poison. So will they get to eat? No, they won't. (sighs) See, and if I was put into a life like this, I would fully... (laughs) I would fully be like you know how we watched that bombshell movie and it was like the reporter guy was constantly paranoid about everything that would be me ten times fold if I was in this kind of situation if I was you know in bombshell not sorry he was like the one who was terrible to all those women oh right yes I forget his name Roger sure um yeah, so, like, I would just... He was, like, really paranoid. I would be that, but ten times hard. If I was Percy or Annabeth or Cal- or Sadie, I would be, like, someone's trying to poison me all the time. All the time. Someone's trying to you think me. you're important? Yeah, I do. That's that's also... This list of people trying to kill me kind of put me in the back. That's, that that's also another thing. How up yourself? It's <laughs> narcissistic. Do you have to be that you're, like... Someone's trying to poison me specifically because I am a major plot character plot. You just called yourself out as a narcissist. I know. I'm terrible. I'm absolutely horrible. Here's my internal battle. This is my internal battle because it's like, Joe, someone's trying to poison you. You fucking idiot. No one cares about you. Be like, stop putting yourself in the center. The world doesn't revolve around you. But it does revolve around you. Someone's trying to poison you. No, they're not, you fucking dickhead. That's my internal monologue, 24-7. So you think one, someone's going to get, or they're not going to eat next chapter because they might get poisoned. Is I'm that just, your prediction? I'm just saying that that's not even an option because they would never do that. Right. That. Okay, uh, let's see. Zia's going to be like, I fucking told you so. <laughs> and well, then... He's, Seth's given her permission to say it. Mm-hmm. So. Carter and Sadie are going to be absolutely devoted, but they're also going to be like, yeah, we saw it coming. We saw it coming. Right. And then Seth's going to be like... No, you can't save your daddy-o. He's dead. He's and then, part of my fucking throne. Yeah. And then they're gonna... I literally... <laughs> <laughs> he literally is, though. It's his brother's so Anyway, weird. so, but what's gonna happen is they're going to get Julius out. They're gonna get him out somehow. Somehow. He's dead! He's not dead. He's just sleeping. <laughs> He's in a coma. Like, he's not dead. It's like Bast isn't dead. She's just in the You must be a riot at funeral. <laughs> just wake him up! Come on! Open casket and you'd be like, what's it? He's just hanging in that way. We all <laughs> just being like, just pass him a drink. Leave one out for him. He'll have it. <laughs> Do people say nice things about me when I'm sleeping? <laughs> Be like, wow, they really dressed him up for a nap. <laughs> I gotta say this, the tux is really not his colour. <laughs> You'd just be like, if that was me, I'd be drooling kind of by washing now. him out a little bit. <laughs> anyway, anyway, they're gonna get Julius out somehow, and he's going to be, like, weak and flustered, and he's gonna try and help. He'll maybe make the situation work. Either way, um, Zia's still gonna be, like, fuck you, I told you so. And it's also, but then she's gonna reveal like, Nephthys is gonna, I can't fucking do it. Um, Seth's wife, Chicky, friggin' water lily lady, is gonna 
crawl out of her or is going to reveal herself. And she's going to, like, you know, be, like, up in her husband being like, come on, pull your head in, what are you doing? And he's, Seth's going to be all, like, pussy whipped and be like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I just wanted a new house. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Cool. Right, cool. Yeah, well, I think it's all that we have to say about this episode, really. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to send us a email, we are... Oh, my God, do! Yeah. at outlook.com. And if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, we are at DanSnackBarPod. Uh, all of our normal socials are down link in the below. link below, as well as all of our merch. And sure. you guys should definitely go rate us five stars on Spotify because uh, we're amazing. If you want to hear more crackhead energy from Joe, just send me money other, so I can about buy what other monuments that you can see from space that aren't real. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> then you guys it's an illusion. Five stars, and you'll hear more shit next week. Let's be real, Despicable Me. The reason nobody, the reason nobody suspected the pyramids were gone because they're not actually allowed near them. So the big blow-up pyramid that they had, they could be fake. It could just literally be a holographic projection. Projection. Wow, can't fucking speak. Anywho, how do you explain the massive pyramid that was painted to look like the sky that was in Vader's apartment or in his house? Okay, that's an animated movie. You can't explain to the house. <laughs> How did he transport it? I don't even know. He shrunk it. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, what, he would have. Oh no, he needed the shrink ray. Yeah, he didn't have the shrink ray yet. Didn't he? Lipstick taser. Oh, that's right, because he stole it from Gru. <laughs> I was arguing about the plot of Despicable Me. Well, here's the thing: Gru stole it from the lab, and then Vector stole it from Gru while he was in the plane, and then Gru stole it from Vector from his house, and yeah. that's, then stole the moon, and then but Vector stole his kids, and then. Um, it's been a while since I watched that movie. <laughs> you gotta watch this movie. <laughs> watch this movie. Um, yeah, so coming back to you guys, we're reading chapters 37 to 39, and some shit goes down. I already know this. So <sighs> I know, Joe's is about to go read these Of course, right shit goes down. I mean, it's the last five <laughs> chapters. Six. Yeah. Oh, it's the last six chapters. No, five. You were right. Yeah. Ha! <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> My aggressivenessness popped out. Uh-huh. Oh god. So come back next week. We will see you guys then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Dun, 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 dun.